0: ACU from the ACU of Texas Studios, this yes. is the Clear Lake Today Podcast Network. We, the people, Congress shall make no law. The right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Not be infringed. This is Bullet Points 2A Talk Radio. Brought to you by the United States Gun Club, and now your host Tony Ashcraft, Tony Ashcraft and Brooks Pranger coming to you on a Second Amendment Tuesday. Uh, red flag laws—we've talked about those quite a bit in the past and the unconstitutionality thereof. But hey, <laughs> it's just a—it's just a minor, minor aside, you know. So the red flag law is, of course, you know, a a preemptive law. It's an emergency risk protection order. And essentially it says that if you know someone may be a danger to themselves or a danger to others and may have weapons or may have access to weapons, then you can do an ex, ex parte report. And ex parte means the person that you report uh, doesn't get to confront you. Doesn't even have to know who you are. You're not. You don't have to appear in court with that person. So anybody can essentially call on anyone else from just damn near anywhere else. Mm-hmm. Like Colorado, as an example, <laughs> you can call from another state oh. and say, "Hey, Billy out in Boulder is nuts, and I think he's doing something. So you better get out there and rough him up." So they're going to go out there and. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna take his guns, and they're gonna he's gonna have to go to the court, and he's gonna have to try to get his stuff back and prove he didn't do it, and, and all this other crap. It's just uh, it, it's just it's just a mess. But hey, you know what? What's a what's a few constitutional rights here and there trampled on? Hey, so we thought it would be a good idea, Brooks and I did uh, here at Bullet Points to uh to do our civic duty, do, do our duty if we see someone that should be red flagged, somebody that may be a danger to themselves or others and somebody that uh that that has uh either has weapons or or definitely has access to weapons that we should probably report that person if we feel like they're being violent Mm -hmm. so we've picked out our red flag recipient of the month ladies and gentlemen i give you robert de Niro.
1: Don't answer my call? How dare you? You're, you're, you're about to be fired. your f- history. How dare you f- disrespect me? Don't f- get angry with me because I'm pissed off
0: because I didn't get a simple thing that I need for to right now here out in California when I'm here for less than 24 hours. You've got to be f- kidding me, you spoiled brat. F- you.
1: God f- it. How could you f- say so you don't answer? You're, you're upset because you're living in space, you spoiled f- brat.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. mm-hmm congratulations congratulations uh mr De Niro. you have been red flag red flag he seems a little violent he seems a little unhinged and you know he's definitely got uh got access to to weapons i mean i don't know if he has any weapons there where he's at but i mean he's a He's a rich and, and famous, powerful guy, so sure. so obviously he could get a hold of weapons if he wanted to. Absolutely. I'm sure. So he sounds kind of unhinged, sounds yeah, kind of dangerous. Very so, dangerous. So, man, somebody ought to pay that dude a visit. <laughs> red flag. Yep, red flag, Mr. De Niro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But that's, that's how silly this could be. That is how silly this could be. Yeah. I mean, legitimately, uh, I mean, of course, if somebody reported De Niro, nobody's actually going to go out there and knock on De Niro's house and go, hey, dude. Give me your guns. Look here. Are you talking to me? Yes, I am talking to you. <laughs> now, nobody's going to do that, but... If this were anybody else, if this were yeah. myself or Brooks, and, and by the way, that, that text, that that's a real message mm-hmm. that he left for his assistant. She's now suing him oh, wow. uh, for like $12 million. I think she's been with him for, I don't know, 10, 12 years. Obviously, she's, I mean, she's not suing him just for that. There's some other things going on. Mm-hmm. I won't bore you with all the details, but 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 that really was De Niro, and that really was a voicemail that he left <laughs> for a female employee that mm-hmm. works for him. So uh, you know, all BS aside, he ought not be talking to folks like that, nope. especially employees. Absolutely not. All right. Speaking of crazy stuff, what would the bullet points be without some mm. some anti Second Amendment yeah. news? So we've covered just about every Democrat presidential candidate and his or her plan for uh, doing away with the Second Amendment. They they consistently try to out anti Second Amendment each other. Yeah. We've talked to we talked about um, you know Kamala Harris had a plan. Uh, Cory Booker had a plan. Pete Buttigieg had a plan. Uh, Kit Ritalin himself, part-time Mexican. Robert Beto (laughs) O'Rourke also had himself a little bit of a plan. Uh, But now, none other than Sleepy Joe Biden, father of the gun-free zone. True story. True story. Mr. Yep, Crazy Uncle Joe. He's got himself a a, what I will say is it's a fairly comprehensive plan. If nothing else, I got to give it to him. He's got he's got a lot of stuff laid out and we're going to we're going to pick it apart here. Uh, Let's start with the the big thing. So Joe Biden wants to bring back the Clinton era assault weapons ban uh, that was in place from 1994 to 2004. And if you will remember, the Clinton era assault weapons ban in that 10 year period reduced crime by over 60 percent. I'm just kidding. It it did absolutely nothing. Be that as it may, he wants to he wants to bring that back and he's going to throw a little extra in there. So what he says about your assault weapons, what he says about your assault weapons, uh, he says that you either have to participate in a buyback. Hey, Brooks, you bought your your AR-15 from the government, didn't you? No, Oh, no, you bought it from me. Yeah, I bought it from you. That's, right. <laughs> That's right. That's right. So look, for, I'm not buying it back from me. I'll tell you right now. All sales are final. <laughs> right. No. So he wants to, everybody to participate in either a buyback or he wants them to register their assault weapons. So not just AR-15s, not just AK-47s, but every scary looking gun that fall into that assault weapons genome as uh, as Biden sees fit. And what the registration part of it, here's where it gets kind of nutty, as if it already wasn't. Here's where it gets really crazy. The registration would be done through the NFA. That's the National Firearms Act. So if you guys are not familiar with the National Firearms Act, the NFA branch of the ATF is the branch that governs suppressors, short-barrel rifles, short-barrel shotguns, destructive devices, uh, AOWs, that's any other weapon. And if you've ever been through that process, you know it is... A process. It's a big pain in the ass. You pay a two hundred dollar tax stamp on each of your items. Right now, the wait period is from seven to about ten months, depending. Mm-hmm. And the reason for that is the uh, the NFA branch is typically backed up with. They always have more applications than they are capable of processing in a one month time. Now, when you go through the NFA process. And those of you again, those of you who've been through it know just what I'm talking about. And I actually uh, have an SOT, so I, I process NFA transactions. As a matter of fact, I'm I'm doing some as we speak. Uh, it is there's a lot of paperwork involved. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of paperwork. You have to submit fingerprints, you have to submit photos, there's a there's a application form, there's a responsible party form. Uh, some people do it as an individual, some people opt to go with the NFA trust. NFA trust. You've got to get somebody, an attorney or somebody that specializes in doing trusts, and the trust actually uh, owns the uh, the items, the NFA items that are there. And what Mm -hmm. that does, the reason people do that is because that allows for. You to have multiple legal owners that have all been background checked. It also, if you get a good trust, yeah, uh, it's there's some uh, beneficiary designations on there so that that stuff doesn't just fall to the wayside when if something happens to the original owners. But that's expensive. It's expensive. It's time consuming. So he wants to have every single person that chooses to keep their AR-15, which I would think is going to be everybody. Yeah. So. As you guys know, by most estimates, there are about 15 million AR-15s in circulation right mm-hmm. now, Modular or modern sporting rifles, and he wants all assault weapons. So we take that 15 million, we add in AKs, AK-47s, and again, whatever other quote-unquote assault weapons that he wants to put in there, we stack all these numbers up, and we probably get in the 40, 50 million range, maybe, if we add yeah. them all up. So all of those applications are going to have to go to the NFA branch. If they're taking 10 months now, can you imagine if they had four? It would take five or six years before you would. I don't know how they would do that. No. I just don't know how they would do that. No. But, yeah, I mean, hey, just, it's Joe Biden. We don't need to know how to do it. We're just going to do it.
1: Yeah, and then that means they'd have to put more people to work. Uh, so there's a higher cost. So then it, you know, it's, it's going to cost more to do all this.
0: Uh, I, I guarantee you, it would, it would just tumble. It would be, be crazy. It's already, it is already an absolutely terrible, terrible process. It's, it's just, it's, it's tough to do. It's really, it's unnecessarily ridiculous as it is now. If you added all that in there, it would just you know, be crazy, crazy. Uh, another thing he wants to do is if you, you know, again, if you have your Uh, Your assault weapon, you can keep it uh, if you don't want to sell it back to the government. Uh, But no new modern sporting rifle manufacturing. So uh, all that's in stock up to a certain point, that's there. That's it. No more new ones. So whatever is, is, and there'll be no more. He also wants to repeal the lawful, lawful Commerce in Arms Act. Now, that is the law that prevents gun manufacturers from being sued by individuals or by victims that are... Victims of a gun. So if if a bad guy goes out, commits a crime, a homicide with a Glock or a Smith & Wesson or whatever, it stops the victim from suing the gun manufacturer because of the actions of that individual. Mm. In fact, Remington is going through that with the Sandy Hook shooter. So the reason that he wants to do that, I'm sure, is because he knows that as many gun... it It would only take a handful of gun homicide lawsuits... To knock down just about every gun manufacturer is out yeah. there, and that's really the end game. That is really the end game. Uh, he also wants to enact a federal, a, a federal one gun a month policy. <laughs> yep, one gun a month. One, you can only buy one gun this. You can month. only buy one gun this month. I don't know. I don't think. Look, like, I don't agree with that policy. I think if you want to buy two guns in a month or three guns, whatever, you should be able to do that. I think the policy is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'll say that. You know, one gun a month, that's 12 guns a year. Well, I don't think most people probably don't do that anyway.
1: Let's just put it this way. If, if something's going to be done with a gun that they're buying, they're going to buy that one gun and use it. Right? Yeah, so, that's true. You know, I mean, it doesn't matter one gun a month. Yeah, what one, are you going to carry, four uh, AR-15s, which are not light? Yeah. No.
0: Yeah, you're not, yeah, that's true. That's a good point. That's a good point. Uh, he also wants the dreaded universal background check. Oh, yeah. One yeah. Of those. He wants the universal background check uh, because if we have universal background checks, then everybody is going to be safe. Yeah. No one will be shot ever again. Nope. I would, Brooks, would you guess that the, the over 2,100 people that have been shot... In the south side of Chicago oh. so far this year, you think all those 2,100 people, I bet you everybody that pulled the trigger on the other end mm. went through a universal background check. Because Illinois
1: Oh yeah, that's Illinois right.
0: does have universal background checks. That's they true. have state-level background checks, and they are mandatory. You cannot avoid that. Therefore, all those criminals had to have done that.
1: Yeah, I, I bet so. I bet you they did. Because who breaks the law? <laughs> no. Nobody, nobody.
0: <laughs> nobody. Why would you? Why would you break the law?
1: Because they're there to, in place for you know yeah. criminals to abide by them.
0: That's right. That's what stops crime is more mm. laws.
1: Mm-hmm. Sure does.
0: Sure does. All right. He wants to. Uh, he wants the universal background checks. He also wants to get rid of the Charleston loophole. Now, the Charleston loophole thing was that's a phrase that was coined by uh, <coughs> Cory Booker, who managed to when he was mayor of Newark, New Jersey. Uh, managed to reduce crime by 30%. No, I'm just kidding. It went up. <laughs> so that was a, a, a deal introduced by uh, that phrase, Corey Booker. And he's referring to Dylan Roof, the shooter that shot mm-hmm. the folks in the church there in Charleston. Yep. So what Dylan Roof did when he, he legally attempted to purchase a weapon, he got delayed. And that means oh. that, yeah, he got delayed originally. So the law says that if you get delayed, the dealer can lawfully transfer that weapon after three business days. So, if you apply Monday, get delayed after Tuesday, after Wednesday, after close, of, after end of business on Thursday, you can then transfer that weapon at the dealer's discretion if they want to. Uh, Dylan Roof came back like uh, it was—I don't know—it was five if days or seven days, but it was more than three days past. He came back and he picked it up. He should have been prohibited from buying that weapon because he had a prior drug conviction. Mm-hmm. So Cory Booker calls this the Charleston loophole because he says, well, if we would have had a a longer waiting period and and back to Biden, Biden wants a 10 day, 10 business day waiting period. But when Dylan Roof bought that weapon, when he picked it up, uh, it was, again, five to seven days. But he didn't use it in a crime until over three months afterwards. Mm -hmm. So if you had a five day waiting period or a 10 day or a 15 day or 20 or 30, it's not as if when a criminal is going to commit a crime like that, that they say, okay, I have to do it on this day at this time. Right. So if you extend that waiting period past whatever day that they have in their head, they're, they're not, not going to do it. They're not going to do it. They're just going to put it. If you make them wait another week, they're just yeah. going to put it off another That's week. That's right. That's all they're going to do. So really Criminals are really going to find dumb. a way to yeah. do it. And I'll tell you what, um, what really pisses me off, this is one of those things, and Brooks brought it up not too long ago when we were talking about this, is – he, Dylan Roof, in this particular case, the FBI or somebody mm-hmm. knew that he tried to make a purchase. Mm-hmm. He got delayed. And they knew it. They didn't get back in the three days. Someone should have went to Dylan Roof's house and arrested, arrested him, him because he. uh he obviously didn't say, yeah, I've been convicted of a crime on his 4473, so he lied on a federal document to purchase a firearm. That, in and of itself, is a felony. Felony. He should have been in jail. Yes. The Midland Odessa cat should have been in jail. Felony. Remember that dude that we covered, the, uh, the guy that got arrested for the bump stock thing that sent the email oh, yeah, to yeah. The George That's what they arrested him for, yeah. lying on a document. So he lying on a, a, a federal document to get a firearm. So if these laws that we have, if we would just go chase these knuckleheads down yeah. and put them in jail— That's a good preventative tool right there.
1: Follow the laws that are in
0: place. Yeah. If you're not going to follow the ones that are in place, I'm pretty sure adding more on top of it, I ain't going to do nothing. Yep. Nothing at all. Uh, He wants to, Joe Biden does, he wants to end online sales of ammunition and firearms. And he also wants to end sales of build kits. I think that's mm. for a lot of people, when they say online firearm sales, they think if anybody can go out and order a gun and have it shipped straight to your door. Yeah, no. No, cannot get, can. to get a federal firearms licensee involved, and guys out there... I know probably every one of you, I'm going to state the obvious, if you're ever buying a weapon online and the person that you're buying from offers to ship it straight to your door, the answer is, no No. thanks, I don't want to do business with you. That's right. It's got to go to a a federal firearms license holder. They might not know, if they don't, it's your job to tell them, avoid doing that, because that is not the way to do it. It protects you as well as everybody else involved, and it's the law, and it's the way that we ought to do it. Now, is
1: that just for a lower on an AR?
0: No, that's for any weapon.
1: Uh, No, I mean, pieces of of weapons. Oh, you're
0: talking about build kits? Yeah. Mm. So is that just
1: for lower or the upper? The upper can go straight?
0: No, he wants to. Everything. All the parts. Yeah. So lowers have a serial number on it, so they would have to go through an FFL. But if you get a build kit, if you get a lower parts kit Mm -hmm. or anything, you get a a separate barrel and a gas block and all Mm -hmm. that stuff you want to put together, an AR-15, yeah, you, you can't do that. He doesn't want you to have that. Mm. does not want you to have that. Uh, he also wants to financially incentivize states to uh, – <laughs> this is a good one to, – to have licensing programs to purchase firearms. Hmm, okay. Because you because you know, you know what I like? You know, I like? We're about to run out of time. I don't want to get too far into this. But you don't like this licensing program thing. Because the argument is, we well, have to have a license to have a car. Uh-huh. Yeah, but you don't have to have a background check to drive a car. No, You could be a wanted felon mm. for 10 different homicides, and you could go purchase a car. And Absolutely. they would not know. You could have been convicted of... A drunk driving accident killing somebody, mm-hmm. you could go buy a car and they would nobody know. would know. Mm-hmm. You could not even have a driver's license and you could buy True a car. Story. Nobody would know. Your driver's license could be suspended. You could buy a car and nobody would know. Mm-hmm. So don't don't compare those two things. No. It's, it's just it's just stupid. And I'll tell you what the licensing thing is. The licensing thing is a control component because they want to put some little douchebag, nerd, knucklehead, <laughs> government a <laughs> hole in a little office that gets to say well, I don't know. You had some some suspicious things on your social media, and I don't think it. It just doesn't look like uh, you might be a little bit too hateful to own a gun. I think <laughs> we're gonna deny you. If you maybe want to come back next week when you feel better. <laughs> Somebody red flag me now. <laughs> red flag. <laughs> Good lord. <laughs> oh, oh that's good. Yeah, it's just a, it's just going to be a bureaucracy of never-ending monumental proportions, and it's just an obstacle designed to make this more difficult and prohibitive for folks to do. All right, we got to take a break real quick, but we're going to get back to the discussion about Joe Biden's anti-gun nonsense. This is Bullet Points Two A Talk Radio, a Bullet Points Media property. ClearLakeToday.com is the place to go to find restaurants, events, entertainment services, and more in the Clear Lake and Bay Area. If you're looking to find a certain business in the Clear Lake area, you need to check ClearLakeToday.com. Now, if you're a business in the Clear Lake and Bay Area, make sure your business info is on ClearLakeToday.com. To advertise your business, contact Doug Meisinger by emailing Doug at ClearLakeToday.com. This is Bullet Points, 2A Talk Radio, brought to you by the United States Gun Club. Hey, we're going to continue the conversation here with our anti-gunnery nonsense <laughs> from sleepy, drunk Uncle Joe Hey, Todd. before you go any
1: further, can you do the rest of the show in your your voice? <laughs> <laughs> no.
0: Yeah, maybe next week. We'll, we'll do it. We'll dedicate a whole... <laughs> Whole episode to the your
1: douchebag guy in the corner. To my voice. Douche, yeah, to my douchebag
0: douche government guy voice.
1: Oh, Sorry, continue.
0: <laughs> all right, so uh, so Joe Biden, we talked about he wants to um, uh, wants to have all all assault weapons either bought back by the government. Love the bought back, bought back by the government, or registered under the NFA Act. He wants to enact state level licensing, which is just another. Hurdle in gun purchasing. Uh, he wants to close the dreaded uh, Charleston loophole, which is the the waiting period. And let me also say about that waiting period thing. I didn't. Uh, I didn't. I didn't touch on it. But uh, when you ever, whenever you go in to buy a a weapon, uh, purchase a gun at a retail establishment, and you fill out that forty four seventy three, and they do that NICS background check. Currently, Nix returns ninety-two percent of their decisions instantly, wow. and of the remaining eight percent that get a delay, eighty-eight percent of those are resolved one way or another within three days. So that's 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 pretty good. That's yeah. pretty good. There, there's room for improvement there. I will sure. not will not debate that, but I think any time that these knuckleheads go out and they try to buy a gun and they get they get denied because they lied on the form or whatever, mm-hmm. they should at least at least go get a knock and talk sure. at least go get yeah. a knock and talk. Cause nothing else. Hey, we know that you tried to That's buy right. a gun and you're not supposed to. Uh, I think that would, if, if people knew that the popo were coming to your door, yeah. if you tried, Nope. And that wouldn't would, happen. That it. would slow a lot of that stuff down. It would definitely
1: slow everything afterwards because now they know that they're watching you.
0: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, Joe Biden also wants to ban the sale of firearms and ammunition and build kits online. And I'll tell you what, man, there's a lot of small to medium sized businesses out there. There's a lot of a lot of guys that are three, four, five man operations and they're they've got just a website i mean that's their that is their portal yeah. to sales and they want to he wants to shut down all that commerce that that would put a big dent in a lot of this stuff sure. but again that's that's kind of the idea that's kind of the idea he also wants to financially incentivize states to uh get make some gun licensing programs so you have to buy a license to get a gun then once you get that license you also have to do a background check. Yep. I just uh, it doesn't, like I said, it doesn't make any other sense just, other than it's a control component. That's right. It just, it's just crazy. Here's a good one. He wants all future guns to be equipped with smart gun technology. Hmm. Mm. Oh yeah, this... yeah, smart gun technology. You know, I'll I'll say this again. Nobody wants freaking smart gun technology. <laughs> if it were absolutely flawless, you yes. Would. But think right. about, but think about this. What is, when we think about concealed carry, we think about self-defense in the home, Uh what is the number one thing that we think about when we go to a handgun, what is the number one quality that that thing has to have? It's reliability. That's right. That's why Glock has the reputation that it is, that it has, Mm -hmm. because it is an extremely reliable weapon. Yeah, it's ugly. Yeah, it feels kind of funky in your hand. Yeah, the trigger's garbage on it. Yeah, but, but it's... True. there is no doubt that when you pull that trigger, yeah. ordinance is going to come out of the barrel. Bingo. There's no question about it. So with smart gun technology, that's just another point of failure in a weapon. People want weapons that aren't complicated, that are simple, that are easy to field strip, that are easy to repair, that are easy to clean, that are reliable and easy to use. You start throwing some electronics in there, yeah. then you're just asking for a problem. Think about this. If, I don't know, a lot of you guys probably keep a handgun near your bed at night, maybe in the nightstand, maybe in a, in a biometric safe, mm-hmm. somewhere like that. But somewhere we have quick access to it. So somebody's coming to the front door, you can get to it quickly. Mm-hmm. Let's, for a second, think about substituting that weapon With your cell phone. Most of us have cell phones that have fingerprint ID on there. Mm -hmm. So let's just put the cell phone down in there. Mm. It's 3 o'clock in the morning. You're in a sleep-induced coma. You hear a noise at the door. You wake up. You stumble around. You're sleep drunk. You're trying Mm -hmm. to dig your phone out that's that's substituted for your gun, because this is your smart gun. Yeah. You grab that thing. (laughs) You pull it out. You're thumbing around on it. Yeah. you're trying to get your fingerprint in the right spot. Hell, my, you know, when I'm wide awake, <laughs> I can't get my damn phone to unlock.
1: Uh, I don't know. Can
0: you imagine? You can I don't have, know. And in, in in, on top of that, let's add a, a, the stress of yeah. someone coming in your door. You've got to defend yourself. you got to defend your family. You're worried about all kinds of stuff. The last thing you need to do is worry about is this – stupid ass smart gun gonna shoot or not is yep. my finger in the right place mm.
1: yeah cause you know smartphones always work
0: yeah smartphones work every time
1: <laughs> 60% of the time they work 90% of the time
0: yeah they
1: or something like that <laughs> yeah like for
0: instance I turned the volume all the way down on my smartphone early and the damn thing rang anyway <laughs> well like how about how about the video phone? earlier oh yeah we were <laughs> trying to do a video earlier and Brooks, couldn't, <laughs> Brooks couldn't get the phone to work either so yeah we're all gonna die Yeah. Yeah, so uh, nobody wants this crap. I mean, uh, Smith & Wesson came out not too long ago talking about uh, uh, smart gun technology and said that not only were they not interested in producing it, that consumers were not interested in producing Mm. it. And even if, going forward, smart guns are the thing, let's say Joe gets his way and smart guns are the thing, there's 320 million guns in circulation right now, give or take, that are not smart guns. Yeah. Yeah. So what happens to all those? We have to destroy it, or they just stay in circulation? Mm-hmm. So if you've got a smart gun and the bad guy's got a real gun,
1: mm-hmm.
0: who's going to win that fight? Yeah. I don't, I don't want to get into that. So they mm-hmm. no, no, gun owners do not want to introduce a point of failure in a weapon, hands down. You're onto something. You just don't want to do it. Uh, another thing that Uncle Joe wants to do is he talks about straw purchases, and he wants to make straw purchases, quote, A serious federal crime. Hmm. Breaking news alert for you, Joe. (laughs) If you make a straw purchase, if you lie on a federal document, it is punishable by 10 years in federal prison and or a $200,000 fine. I don't know about you. That's pretty damn serious. That's it. But again, this is one of those laws Hmm. that nobody follows up on. That's right. Nobody. I mean, with the exception, honestly, with the exception of the bump stock dude, yeah, that's the only guy that I've ever heard right. prosecuted for a document. On, and yeah. remember, we talked about the uh, uh, the Chicago thing when Lori Lightfoot, the mayor of Chicago, said, "Well, we get all these fault. guns, and it's everybody else's fault, but ours. Sixty mm-hmm. percent of the guns come from neighboring states, so if they do." And you've and the the Illinois State Police is picking up twenty four thousand guns since the beginning of twenty seventeen up until now, you got twenty four thousand guns that you got. You're able to trace those guns to these surrounding states and find out who's they were who purchased them at the point of sale. Why aren't all of those people in jail? Amen. Why aren't all of those people being locked up? Under these federal statutes, not only should they be locked up on that, we talked about it before, you go out of state and buy a gun, straw purchase, you know it's not for you, it's for somebody else, that in and of itself is a felony. Mm -hmm. If you take that gun across state lines to commit a crime, that act... Mm -hmm. Is also a felony, and the crime would be, I'm taking it back into the state of Illinois, and I'm going to sell it illegally under Illinois state law to a criminal, somebody that should not have it. There's another felony. Before the trigger is pulled, you've probably got three felonies before somebody even gets shot.
1: That's right. That's so right. out of
0: those 3 felonies, you can't put one dumbass in jail?
1: Yeah. And that's easier to handle than all these homicides that they're not even closing?
0: Yeah, you get exactly. You get a <laughs> 9. 9.5% homicide rate because nobody wants to say who shot them. Yeah. But you got people buying guns with their damn name on the form. Yes. You know who they are. Go get them.
1: <laughs> and you know where they live. Go get
0: them. You know who they are. You know where they live. You know when they bought it. I mean, come on. Do something about it. Why yep. don't you why don't you enforce those laws, Uncle Joe? That's right, Joe. Joe, please. (laughs) Swear to God. Some people's kids. Man. All right. I lost my place now. I got so pissed off. All right. Uh, Let's get to some more good gun news. A recent study from the Crime Prevention Research uh, Center, they reported that more Americans now are armed than ever before. And that's good. They estimate about 19 million people lawfully carry weapons. And since last year, concealed carry is up by 1.4 million people. That is a whopping 8% increase. And, yep, Alabama has the highest concentration of folks that carry. And there is, uh, they have open carry in, um, in Alabama. Quite, quite popular over there. Uh, 26% of Alabama residents have a concealed carry license. Dang, twenty six percent. Nice. Compare that to the nationwide average of only seven point three. Jeez, seven. That's awesome. That's that's three
1: times the. Uh, yeah,
0: amount. that's more than that's better than one in four yeah. of every uh, of every Alabama resident you see is going to be is going to be lawfully packing. That's crazy. Hey, roll tide. Roll tide. Roll tide.
1: You'll never hear me say any that any other
0: time. Yeah, so. me neither. <laughs> me neither. Uh, Interestingly enough, Texas, Georgia, and Pennsylvania all have more than 1 million concealed cardholders. Florida actually has over 2 million, and there are 16 states uh, out there that permit constitutional carry. Mm. So, yeah, concealed carry is—concealed carry, constitutional carry is making its way uh, through the country, and it should. I like it. I like it. I wish uh, I wish more states would sort of relax their their carry permit laws. Yeah. You know, there's always a big deal with when it comes to constitutional carry versus um, uh, concealed carry, licensed carry. You know, there's always the argument that and, and I see I see where the argument comes from. I don't agree with it, but I see where it comes from, because they think that, well, if you can constitutionally carry, you don't have to have a license. So you're not going through a background check. So a criminal could carry a gun. Well, guess what? Criminals are going to carry guns yes. with or without the legality of it. That's right. Hey, I mean, Chicago. Yeah. Right? They, they got it. I mean, there's, there's criminals that have guns everywhere. Mm-hmm. If you allow for a constitutional carry, then I think you, you ease the financial restrictions that can accompany somebody obtaining a concealed carry license because you, you got to take time off work. There's a concealed carry license fee you got to go get fingerprints you got to go get mm-hmm. photos you got to submit all these documents you got to wait you got to pay for the license you got to pay for the renewal you got to take the renewal class and okay well that's fine but sixteen states are doing it right now and good for them and I could not find any anything that said any of those sixteen states had saw an increase in gun related violence or or any you know anything crazy mm-hmm. going on so it didn't didn't have an effect didn't have a negative effect mm. on the uh, uh the carry community or the you know the gun community sure so that's always good news that is always oh, good, that news. Is good news yep i like it yeah like <laughs> all right well that is gonna wrap it up for us today uh, you guys be armed be smart and be, be safe. safe and we'll see you next tuesday bullet points to a talk radio a bullet points media property